0: Hi,
1: I'm Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast. All month long, I will be joining Miles and Josh on the Disc Dump to talk about Masters of Horror Season 2. And now, let the show begin. ghost
2: titties yes that's a good way to open this episode so uh welcome back to the distump podcast uh we are continuing our halloween extravaganza watching season two of the masters of horror series and of course as always i am joined by josh from four nerds by nerds
0: boo this one has a ghost (laughs) in it
2: (laughs) and we have chris from geek peak
1: what up why are the warrens from the conjuring not in this (laughs) they belong
2: in it that's for sure so (laughs) welcome my friends thank you for coming on um we uh we watched valerie on the stairs a mick garris movie um For those who have been following along, Mick Garris is the gentleman who started Masters of Horror, and let me just say, the quality of his work is reflective in every episode, because he really takes the cake with this one. He's Uh, a
0: bad man. He's the one to blame for all of this.
2: He's the one to blame for all of this, son of a bitch.
0: do not like him.
1: so this is his movie
2: um every season he did one uh in season one his movie was among the worst so he's not great at this for some reason stephen king allowed him to direct the made for tv movie of the shining can you believe that shit
0: oh the the one that he prefers over the (laughs) jack nicholson version
2: (laughs) fucking idiot
0: with steven weber from wings
2: that's right he was in an episode in season one too it was pretty good but uh yeah so fucking mick garris that's his claim to fame now anything he touches says from the producer of the shining like no you're not shut up Mm -hmm. so uh this is valerie on the stairs and it stars christopher lloyd yeah (laughs) And Mr. Tony Todd, of course, which I figured out like almost before, minutes before the end of the movie, I figured out that the antagonist is Tony Todd. You guys obviously know who he is.
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> Candy, I do. I do finally know him. He's also <laughs> the coroner coroner in Final Destination.
2: Yes. And Candyman Our mortuary worker. He's in all of them, isn't he? He just like pops up random places in those movies and he's just like death is coming for you.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's like a harbinger of doom.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not terribly different from his role in this movie. So, <laughs> um <laughs> i mean this movie's not good uh spoiler alert this one is fucking bad (laughs) not a good movie
0: this one has a very disturbing scene in my opinion Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't hate this one i thought it was interesting but it was all over the fucking place. okay so i'll just say this
1: like i played a there was a game
0: called alan
1: wake Mm -hmm. and it was a very similar story in the sense that like spoilers for later on but when the writing starts coming to life and manifesting in into like our reality. That's kind of like what happens in that game. So the whole concept of that is pretty cool. Although I don't understand why we had to like be in a writer's like little conference hall or whatever the hell it was. Yeah,
0: weird like hotel apartment building. This is yeah. also based on a short story by Clive Barker, who made Hellraiser, mm-hmm. which I feel like there is there's a much better version of this in the nineties cartoon show, extreme ghostbusters <laughs> 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 where you have a man who is like Stephen King and, but he wrote, he is it's like Stephen King and Clive Barker cr- crammed together because he made these like centipede looking motherfuckers and they came to life from his imagination and are just like forcing him to write to keep them alive. And I'm like, I kind of like that one better. <laughs> That's essentially the same movie. Yeah. Crazy.
2: So I wonder if Clive Barker had his hand in either of those projects, but this is so just broad strokes takes forever to figure out a hundred percent that they, this main character lives in a house with a whole bunch of other writers where their rent is someday be published by a book company. Like someday get published. That's your rent. What?
0: yeah how do you you pay a property tax
2: (laughs) (laughs) like not how property works also not how book deals work like you don't just make money good job you've done it like (laughs) there's a lot more to it than that like lots of people write books who are broke as fuck like majority of them (laughs) so (laughs) they gain nothing by being like once you get published this house is on the map like what (laughs) so yeah that's uh that's the general gist and then everyone who's in there their toils their writing every all the energy that they put into their stories comes to life in the house Boo! so <laughs> where
0: did you where did you guys think this was going like just from the beginning where like shit starts to go a little wonky like
1: i thought that he had murdered his girlfriend he was like escaping a past life to be honest with you
2: In season one, there's a movie called Dreams in the Witch House. It's the second best one in season one. And the beginning of the movie is virtually identical. So my brain was just going, oh, there's a witch that lives in the walls and she wants to sacrifice babies because that's the plot of the other one. So that's where I thought this was going. And it's kind of similar.
0: At first, when he has that first freak out and then like the hallway is flooded with all the tenants. I thought maybe the one guy who's like, oh, come hang out. I was like, maybe he's a ghost. And then after a little while, I was like, maybe everybody that lives here is a ghost. And then it turned out there was no ghosts. (laughs) We just thought (laughs) they're actually like manifestations of these people's writing.
2: So the guy that was like, why don't you come over and crack a beer here? Come on in and smoke a joint. You want to just hang out and talk? Dude, I wrote in that Bruce is the gay neighbor because I just assumed, considering how hard he came on to him all the time, that was what was going on. No, oh, he's a friendly guy.
0: Yeah, here's a public service announcement for all of you listening right now. If you ever go into a strange man apartment and the first thing he says to you is, hey, you want to smoke this joint? Don't worry. I'm not going to get you high and fuck you in the butt. Maybe <laughs> don't hang out with that person. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Solid life decision. Don't hang out with him.
1: Of course, (laughs) unless you're into that sort of thing, it's all good. But if you're not, then
0: heads up. Like, who says that to somebody immediately? And then he smokes the joint. Like, what are you out of your (laughs) fucking mind? (laughs) That's like straight up Bill Cosby situation right (laughs) there. Yeah.
1: Like, I did very much thinking?
0: enjoy the lady in the hallway, though, the, the that had the fakest southern accent ever. She just talked like she was like a 1700s plantation owner. She's like, you, you owe me that, dear boy. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I was on the verge of ecstasy. And then I dropped my vibrator when I heard your wailing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god!
2: Yeah, she was. Oh my god, she was ridiculous, and like apparently dropping her dildo broke it. I I don't know. She was very upset about it
0: anymore. It's like, I mean, it's a shaft. You can just keep plugging away yourself.
1: Yeah, did it shatter? Like I don't understand. (laughs) It's like the engine of a car. i guess <laughs>
2: so um there's a female specter that at first glance kind of looks like elizabeth olsen just a tiny tiny bit
1: this actress is hot as
0: hell she's
2: hot she's hot for sure i
0: thought she was what's her name from uh she was in firefly she's been in a whole bunch of stuff she was in that terminator tv show she played the terminator yeah the chick that they like that they're like transporting in firefly i thought it was her that's
2: oh, plays River. Yeah, that smoking hot chick. Yeah, she's so, hot. So Valerie on the stairs is a smoking hot female specter that kind of looks like Elizabeth Olsen had a baby with River from Firefly, and uh, she's she's got some ghost boobies. Yeah, uh, ghost
1: in the bedroom. Dude, Josh just hit our chat before I watched this with ghost titties. I was like, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> what happened was I was watching this on my phone. That happened. I paused it out of the app and text you guys immediately. Ghost titties with like eight exclamation points. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: they were some pretty good ghost titties, if we're being honest here. So the main dude finds a picture of this girl in his room. And uh, then I have, oh, no, bloody bathroom. Just a random scene where he goes in the bathroom and there's blood everywhere. And then there's not. No reason. (laughs)
1: He's just like hallucinating, I
2: guess. Uh, Random sex scene, nice boobies, and then LOL, demon takes her, hilarious, no struggle, is what.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, yeah.
2: So Tony Todd comes out of nowhere, dressed like fucking Wishmaster, and he comes strolling in and fucking scoops up this girl whose boobies are bouncing in the main dude's face for. A pretty long time. Uh, Then he just comes in and he scoops the girl up and she goes, oh no. And they go out the door and we don't see boobies again for another five minutes.
1: Yeah, that was a little perturbing when he just snatched her away.
2: He did. And then she just is naked for a while in the movie because he took her clothes away. Because he's a mean old mean man. I like it. I'm glad he did that. I'm not upset about that at all.
0: Yeah. I thought, like, the dude, that dude, the fucking weird smoke this J and i won't fuck your booty guy i Mm -hmm. thought like he was going to turn out to be the demon and like that was his ex-girlfriend that he murdered in the hotel or whatever and it was like (laughs) no no that's not what's happening
2: that would have actually been a better movie (laughs) like he's being tormented
1: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say josh is like four layers deeper than McGarris. Yeah. Let's bring this <laughs> show back Get me on that writing screw
2: <laughs> Yeah don't bring this show back Please um... <laughs> <laughs> So um, It turns out Christopher Lloyd Made the monster man From hell and his name was Ulf Kai the blood fiend from hell And uh, they made a terrible movie out of it. And multiple times, Christopher Lloyd goes, I don't want to see a man in a rubber suit. Don't draw attention to the fact that one of your monsters is a man in a rubber suit. Twice. Twice they brought it to our attention.
0: I find it very disturbing that my entire life and before I even existed, Christopher Lloyd has been playing an old man. (laughs) (laughs) He's been playing an old man like his entire adult life. (laughs) Like, I can never gauge how old he actually is.
2: So, like, Maggie Smith is the same way. I just watched Hook. Hook came out in 1991. She would have been 54 years old. She plays Robin Williams' grandmother in that movie. When she's 54, <laughs> she always looked fucking old. And Christopher Lloyd's the same fucking way. It's crazy.
1: Dude, I actually, I really like Christopher Lloyd in this episode, though. I yeah, I, a good I always
0: love Christopher Lloyd.
1: Yeah, he's the best part of this movie other than the ghost titties.
0: That's how the, the priest in The Exorcist was. He was like 34 years old, and they made him look like he was 60. <laughs> Max, Max Von Sydow, he only died like two years ago.
2: <laughs> That's but he was like 101 or some shit. But yeah, I like that guy a lot. He did some cool movies in the end of his career. Anywho, so uh, they figure out Christopher Lloyd helps the main character figure out that the novels. Of, every, of everybody's novels came together and created what was happening in the house, which was ghost titties, a demon, and a, a disappearing door on a staircase. And then I wrote, old bitch who created her says, don't go, I love you, and the demon rips her throat out.
1: Oh, yeah. That scene was...
0: Oh, yeah. No, we skipped over the part where he was hanging out with crazy... Oh, rapey guy again and yeah. he's like yo you want a beer don't read my script over there yeah he's like, all right and then he totally starts doing it and then that guy freaks out and tries to murder him with a typewriter yeah. <laughs> and That's then right. like immediately the demon comes and like rips his spine out from his throat <laughs> that was pretty cool that was the main character
1: that got his spine ripped out right
0: no that was don't smoke this joint or i'll rape you guy Okay, I was totally confused
1: because once that happened, I was like, wait, what is happening? Like, Did they just kill the main character? And then later on, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the guy from earlier.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he stuck his... Wishmaster stuck his hand down the guy's throat and pulled out his spine through his mouth, which I don't think anatomy works that way either. Mortal Kombat shit. That was like legit Mortal Kombat crazy shit and then i wrote um i drew a picture of a ham i drew a picture of a fist and then i meshed them together and then i wrote exposition underneath of it because they just fucking dumped the plot out on us at that point like they're just like and we're all writers and all of our writing came together and made these monsters and she wrote this guy and he wrote this guy and that guy was written too and it was like they could have spent so much of the movie up to this point telling that story or showing that story instead of telling it you know what
0: i'm saying oh you mean when the main character is standing in the hallway going a lot of writers have lived here all of your imagination energy has created something (laughs) (laughs)
2: like so there's there's a thing in writing where they say show don't tell and that's very difficult when you're working with scripts or writing in general i understand that's difficult But there was, like, parts of this movie where he went into a bathroom that was bloody and then not bloody for no reason. And he's like, oh, look, I found this picture. Never really comes up again. He goes, I found a picture. And that was it. (laughs) Like, nothing really comes of so much of this movie. And then they just dump plot out on you. And then the movie ends in a terrible way. So, like, if they could have, like, they could have worked with this material and made something good like the Ghostbusters show. But they didn't do that. Like, I'm i don't know i was almost on board for this one and then i was not you know how how did you guys feel about it
1: this is one of the s- stronger ideas for episodes for sure like i thought like overall the the plot was interesting
0: it's just like poorly done we did see that demon fuck that trick
1: dude that was disturbing <laughs> That was disturbing. I did not like that. That made me feel incredibly uncomfortable. I was like, and it went on for a minute. Yeah, Very he just prolonged. like scooped her up and she started riding him. That was evil.
2: And he was like, I want to clean you with my tongue. And then he sucks on her forearm. <laughs> I was like, she must have had a no titty sucking claws or something. Because yeah. you know that both of the actors who she was on top of wanted to do that, and she was like, No, just my arm.
0: Yeah, 55 year old Tony Todd is sucking on this like 20 year old girl's arm, and then picking <laughs> her up and boning her while he's in full demon makeup.
2: <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wonder if like the main actors of these movies is like, I will come on if I get to grab an ass and a tit by the end of it, then I will do this stupid fucking movie because I feel like. Especially meatloaf in that last one. Oh my god. <laughs> Touching the boobs all over the Celestial
1: raccoons. The
2: celestial suicide raccoons, yes. <laughs> oh god. So um just to bring the story to a close, uh, the guy shoots he goes down with Christopher Lloyd, and then his ex girlfriend is in there and she bites Christopher Lloyd's neck and then dies. Right? Is that what you
0: No, that made no fucking sense. What's uh, I was like? What the fuck is she doing now?
2: <laughs> yeah, like I there were so many parts of I this movie. I was like,
0: oh, They,
1: <laughs> they could have done this movie well. They just refused. Dude, they went from that prolonged <laughs> demon sex scene that I did not need to see <laughs> to that, and I was like, <laughs> just I can't. I can't right now.
2: Truth be told, there was no reason for the prolonged demon sex scene either, because it doesn't come back into play that she is in any way loyal to the demon after that, like at all. Yeah. Like she tries to get away from him at the end of the movie, but they were banging five minutes earlier. I don't know this. This one was fucking bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then the plot ends with he shoots the demon in the ear. And the demon is extremely reactive to how much that hurts. And then he doesn't shoot the demon again. He just doesn't. For no reason, he doesn't.
0: First, he shoots him in the chest, and it does absolutely nothing. And then he shoots him in the ear, and the guy's like, ah, what the fuck?
2: (laughs) Okay, I think I missed the first shot then, if it just bounced off him. But then it ends with him making the demon upset, going huh, I'm, I'm going to bang her now, and you're not, mister. And the demon's like, no, don't you do that. And then he pushes the demon into a fire, and that's the end of the demon. Is Am I missing anything important here?
0: Uh, then he takes the girl upstairs as she continues to say she is not allowed to go outside. And then when he does, she disappears. And then she says, I'm not feeling so good, Mr. Stark.
1: straight up turns to dust dude
2: dude and like okay so then that happens and then some cool makeup happens where he becomes the novel and i was like whoa this is actually kind of cool and then i wrote in big letters spoke too soon half of that (laughs) fucking laughing face because the special effects of him blowing away in the wind were some of the worst special effects i've ever seen in my life
0: oh you mean when he turned into a paper man
2: (laughs) (laughs) but the actual like script written on him was like typewriter perfect but someone had to fucking paint that on him to look like that that was amazing
0: paper man yeah until he took his shirt off and then started pulling pieces of paper off of his body and then at one point he was literally a man made out of paper (laughs) And then he just blew away in the wind
2: (laughs) And literally Then the last thing you see Is a piece of paper sticks to the screen And says Rob (laughs) never became A published author
0: (laughs) (laughs) The end
2: (laughs) The end (laughs) Oh my god So what did you guys think of this one overall
0: I think it would have been better If it said And then Rob did become a published author.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, at first I thought this one was kind of stupid because of like all the crap around surrounding the house. Like I was like, oh God, not another ghost story. And uh, then as it kind of played out, I actually got pretty interested in it. And then the demon sex scene, I was just like so perturbed by (laughs) And then kind of like rounding it out, I was like, what is even happening in this, like, why is he fighting this demon? And uh so overall, I I don't think I liked it. It just took me so many different places.
0: Yeah, it was the demon talked it up like they were gonna have this epic battle. He's like, It's you and me now, and then we're gonna fight, and it's gonna and then one of us will win, and then he just pushes them into a fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Really anticlimactic.
0: I at first I was like, all right. And then it was like, eh? and then I was like, oh, maybe. And then I was like, oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was a roller coaster of emotions.
2: It was like uh, veil lifted. The We are doing recording this episode at the same time we recorded the last episode. And the last episode, you guys were legit invested in the story. And I was over here watching this one because I watched him in reverse order. <laughs> And you guys are like, oh, man, that was so good till the end. And I'm over here like, this one's bad all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I noticed is like, a, so when you're writing scripts and movies, every line of dialogue needs to be important. And when you're like filling screen space, you need to have like a super sharp, quippy, fucking nonstop script. And you can tell there were dead zones in this movie where it was like, he just lost interest. He doesn't know how to progress the story. So we're filling pages. We're filling pages. This movie could have been a 30-minute movie and not been the worst thing you've ever seen. But because they wanted to make it a 50-minute movie, they really were fucking grasping at straws trying mm-hmm. to tell this story. And I, that's what I feel like all these movies is lacking is, a like, the script needs to be concise. There's just these weird scenes of people just like walking around their house where they go over here and they turn around and they come right back and like there's so many of these fucking scenes in these movies. There's
1: 15 minutes they could have probably knocked off this episode. For sure.
0: Yeah, I thought numerous times watching both of the last two episodes, I was like these should be a half hour. Yes. Because there's plenty of times where you can just sit there and hit like the, the four ten seconds, four ten seconds. <laughs>
2: So, um, the, the, the check mark boxes that we still really haven't nailed down, we're halfway through it. I, I think we can just say uh, Suburban Angry Dad. Does Christopher Lloyd and the horny old cranky bitch count as angry suburban parents? No.
1: No. No. Missed the mark on this one.
2: Uh, horny. Big check mark in the yes for this one. We oh,
1: yeah. did Absolutely. One of the horniest episodes to date.
2: Yes, for sure. Lots of boobies. Not upset about it. Random naked girl for long periods of time. No reason. I'm okay with it. It's great. So horny is a good check mark. Um what else do we have? Bad ending. Check mark. Nailed it. Yeah.
0: Definitely bad ending. <laughs> bad bad. The gore, ending. The gore was great. There was plenty of good gore.
2: Good gore, that's a thing too, yep. Last movie had a little bit of good gore, but
0: The demon sliced that chick's chest open and it just like fucking showered all over the place (laughs) that was was a good
1: kill
2: that was a good kill so we got the good gore what else is on the check marks here uh (laughs)
0: lack of diversity
2: (laughs) (laughs) that is also a thing the only black guy they made a demon so probably not the best and a b-list actor who's trying to power the whole thing mr christopher lloyd
0: love christopher lloyd
2: That's this movie. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Valerie on the Stairs?
1: How many dust or how many paper men would you give this episode?
2: Uh, paper men yes of course because we uh that's our rating system for the podcast high on horror which uh we started as a result of doing this one so we pick our favorite aspect of the movie and we give it a rating one out of five so out of the paper men uh chris why don't you tell us first how many paper men do you think it was
1: i'm gonna give this one a one and a half paper men
0: <laughs>
1: what
2: are we doing uh, paper man? This is ghost titties we're talking about here
1: Ghost titties <laughs> wins for sure <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. That's very true.
0: Give it two voluptuous ghost titties.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See,
2: I'm down here at the one ghost titty line. Like, it didn't hold my attention. I was super not into this one. Like, I paid attention enough to, like, study it or whatever. Watch it with a critical eye. But I fucking hated this one. One ghost (laughs) titty out of five.
1: (laughs) I wonder if we're gonna even find one that is four or five ghost titties.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the the final episode's gonna like blow our fucking minds and we're gonna be like, why couldn't it all be like this?
2: I have a feeling the best one is gonna be the one that was called Family with Norm from Cheers. Like I feel like that's gonna be the best one we've encountered. And it was the second fucking episode.
0: I thought that was an upcoming episode. I was gonna ask if it starred Vin Diesel.
2: yeah i don't know if Vin diesel's in any of these i know that meadow from the sopranos is the lead in one of these and i've i watched it when i was a kid and i have no idea which one it is but i know there's one where meadow is the main character
1: oh yeah you have my attention
2: yes (laughs) anywho uh anything else you guys want to say not really
0: we're we're halfway there people ghost titties
2: ghost titties we're halfway there we're almost done with this godforsaken series I don't know why I bought season 2 season 1 fucking sucked why did I buy season 2 of this show (laughs) thank you guys for coming along on the ride with me
0: (laughs) if you liked me on here feel free to check out my show the 4 nerds by nerds podcast we're available anywhere podcasts are found if you want to reach out to our show feel free to do so on social media. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four in the letter U on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Hi, I'm Josh from the 4Nerds by Nerds Podcast. All month long, I'll be joining Miles and Chris on the disc dump to talk about Masters of Horror Season 2. And now, let the show begin. And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak podcast.
1: It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak like a mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, geekpeekpod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support.
2: thank you all for listening i really appreciate it and i hope you're enjoying the october episodes where we talk about the masters of horror i just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me you can email me discdumppod at gmail.com on twitter i'm at the disc dump on instagram diskdumppodcast. podcast facebook the disc dump podcast page or you can join the disc dump podcast fans group and start the discussion please don't forget to rate review and subscribe Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween.